Welcome back to the Dile Dad podcast here on episode number 42 in a very special episode. Yes. I just gotta, I gotta say that you're in front of me and I won't, I'm gonna welcome you before I even say anything, but Dad, happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. Thank you. And happy Father's Day to all of our listeners, those of you who were able to enjoy um, your dad, your father, in celebrating in whatever way possible you could. And those of you who are celebrating a little bit different because probably that father has uh, gone before us. Or perhaps in a more um, sometimes difficult situation in somebody's life where dad has never been part, Mm -hmm. you know, of their life. So whatever the case may be, uh, it, it is indeed still a happy Father's Day. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. And, um, you know, again, just wherever you're at in life and or whoever has been a father figure in your life, I think, you know, at some point needs to be recognized as well. And I think I want to just take this time to say happy Father's Day to all of our priests for their yes, for their continued fatherhood. That's what we call them, father. Um, and so for their continued love, for their vocation, for their flock, and for their continued yes to our Lord Jesus uh, to be a priest a forever priest an everlasting priest especially in the line of Melchizedek and how um, we get to dedicate this this day to them as well because they are they are all fathers too you know that's, again that's why we call them fathers they feed us through the Eucharist they give us counsel through confession they can they can they, they forgive us they hear us as a good dad would and they are able to actually practice that fatherhood you know even though they're not biological dads they can actually still continue to to nurture us to take care of us to help us grow and so i just wanted to take that moment to really uh say happy father's day to all of our awesome priests that have been part of our lives and we would we would never finish if we start naming you know all the priests that have been very instrumental in our lives um yes (laughs) but again just a huge father's day to all of our priests as well because sometimes they go unnoticed and yet so today i want to just dedicate this moment and to all the priests that have been instrumental in our lives in the Ramirez tribe, um, again, thank you for all that you do, for your love, for your continued commitment to, to our Lord Jesus, and for your continued yes in your vocation. As I know, we are actually in um, ordination season, you know, right. because all yeah, these ordinations are taking place. And so, which is just a blessing and a joy to those priests who have been a priest for forever. For a long time and for those newly ordained. Um, and so, again, happy Father's Day to all the priests who have been very instrumental in our lives and to all priests in the world who have said yes to God's call. Yes, indeed. And, and of course, in my life, uh, since the age of 10, well, you can imagine how many priests have been involved in my life. Yeah. And there's a great number of priests that now actually um, are enjoying, you know, the the altar the uh, max celebration of um, the Eucharist in the presence of the Lord because they they should be there, you know, uh, they're in heaven. Mm-hmm. They've been called. And um, there's been a lot of priests that um, throughout my life um, have been, again, like you mentioned, very instrumental in guiding us and getting us closer. And, and some of them are indeed a very, very father, you know, figure in the spiritual world. And of course, those that, you know, I myself have 
witness being ordained uh, because um, again uh, in in my life I've, I've been able I've been blessed uh, to actually be present to some of our priests when they were ordained and there's more than two handfuls that I've been able to do that and participate of this moment in their lives and they mean a lot to me you know and then you have um, this young people that um, have been part of the youth ministry in my life and and now um, I see them as deacons or as priests and as a matter of fact just yesterday I was able to contact Father Felipe Campos you know one of our Laredo guys um, and uh, hopefully God willing next month we're going to be able to spend uh, an evening on a, on a Friday to be able I couldn't go to his ordination in Indiana but um, I've been yearning to you know go and attend one of his uh, masses and then you know go uh, do the the double dip as far as the table the <laughs> table of the Lord and then our table to, to enjoy a meal um, so uh, we're hoping that that happens uh, very soon next month um, and, and it's something it's 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 a joy and, and talking about Felipe well Father Felipe now um, he uh, is very you know instrumentally has been a blessing in our lives and, and um, since you guys are friends as well mm-hmm. um one of the key things about Felipe is that his birthday happens to fall on our wedding anniversary. Yeah. You know, we share that. And that's what always connects us throughout the whole years that uh, we've known each other. So uh, now that he's a priest, you know, you see this young kid grow up and now, you know, you see the, the blessings of uh, the reward. Um, and it's amazing, you know. So um, you're talking about the priest and, and yeah. There's one, and uh, there's so many others. You know, there, there's so many others. But um, I, I just want to share uh, before we leave this this moment um, in in thanking and recognizing our priests that are also also part of this Father's Day. I had a priest. Well, I have. We have a priest. Um, that this morning, the moment I got up, and I took care of things. But the moment I finally came over and, and grabbing my stuff up because I'm. Heading over to my parents, uh, my dad wanted a um, uh, barbacoa, hey. his taco de barbacoa. It's a no-no for him, but you know, being the day what it is, yeah, you know, we decided to say, okay, let's, you know, he can have a break today. So, um, getting up early, going over to get the barbacoa, and, and, and heading over to prepare breakfast for them. Uh, you know, keep in mind, guys, that my dad is 90 years old. You know, jovencito, uh, jovencito todavía. <laughs> so. Um, Knowing that uh, barbacoa is pretty much like the doctor says, you know, una vez al año no hace daño. Okay. Uh, so we, we go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, si hace daño, pero anyway. We prepared, you know, well, dad, now you can't eat this, this, and this because uh, at least just so you can digest all of this. So, anyway, um, as I went over, I was getting all my things, and upon getting my phone, um, I have a couple of messages already, and I just want to share. I'm not going to name who, because it's something that is as a gift um, from from a priest father, okay, to a father of a family, and it reads like this, okay. Blessed is the father who lets the Lord be his guiding hand 
whose faith brings his family courage, whose wisdom comes from God, and whose children still stand and honor him. The Lord bless you on this day and always. All my respects and admiration to you. Today, I will offer the Mass and pray for you. Happy Father's Day. Beautiful. Yeah. And this is a very um, new friend, uh, a new priest uh, that uh, has become, we've become very good friends now. And uh, uh, having that this sentiment, it was very powerful, you know. And um, although I teased him, I, I was teasing him the other day that... Uh, le dije en español, no, ya pinta obispo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. we know who you yeah, know. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just dawned on me, like, yeah, I was there. So, um, you know, it's beautiful to, to receive because um, he sent this, you know, you know, past five in the morning. Mm-hmm. But to actually be recognized or be remembered this way, you know, was very meaningful. So he, he was sharing his priestly ministry with me in a very unique way. And I, in turn, you know, uh, said to him, you know, like, wow, uh, what a blessing to get up to. And, and I did share that um, very grateful. I was very thankful. And that um, I knew that his priestly ministry could only be moved by the guidance and grace and love of the Holy Spirit, which I strongly believe. And as long as so many priests as well. But in working, you know, at the time with the diocese on an official capacity as the uh, first administrative assistant to the bishop and, and having that connection with all priests of the diocese, um, that was something that you came to know that priest as a father and his real commitment towards his consecration to the Lord. Yeah in service to others and, and, and I think that what you mentioned it is key because we many times uh, we just associate when it comes to father that uh, father son father daughter relationship yeah and uh, here this is an opportunity being this day what it is um, they're very much part of our you know participation of fatherhood that the Lord has manifested himself through using them yeah using that ministry definitely and yeah it's it's, again it's really important you know just to recognize that because again it is a it's still a calling it's still a vocation it's still you know these as i heard the priest you know actually someone say about priest he was more of a father he was more a father to me than you know my own father you know and sometimes that's the case and so sometimes we have to just recognize that there's a lot of good priests and then you know, I know regardless of just maybe what we've heard in the last couple of years, just, you know, about, you know, the priesthood, but we, we have to understand that we have so many good, beautiful priests, awesome priests, amazing priests, heroic priests that are willing to lay down their life for their flock. And so a, our hats off to them and a special happy Father's Day to them. Yes. And um, for them to enjoy. So if you're listening to this, go thank your priest, whoever it may be. And whoever, whoever, whichever priest has been influential in your own life, send them a thank you text, card, whatever it is. Send them, send them a thank you uh, just for their vocation, for their yes, and for their continued 
um, willingness and desire to serve our Lord Jesus and to serve their flock. And in that spiritual fatherhood, in return, as sons and daughters of that spiritual father, I think that one of the best gifts that you can offer him is offer your mass intention and your holy communion for him. Absolutely. That's the best thing you can do. And it's like, it, 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 it's a cycle that just blends, yeah. you know? Absolutely. It's, you know, it's incredible. Awesome, awesome. Um, so real quick, I know we're going to jump into, you know, this Father's Day thing, you know. Real quick, your shirt is super cool. It says... The best dad in the well, not the. It's it just says best. But anyway, the best dad <laughs> in the galaxy. I love your shirt. It's on point. And yeah, it's kind of true. Not kind of. It is true. So <laughs> that is. <laughs> I had to put it on. Let me use this one now. <laughs> for those of you, who, so for the, I think maybe we'll have a, we'll probably have a picture. Um, but if you can't, if you don't see it for whatever reason. It's um, it's like in goldish kind of faded letters. Tipo um, Star Wars, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you have like the space in the background. So that's pretty awesome. So I, I actually put on a, an actual shirt today in regards for today. And it's a shirt that I got not too long ago. It's one of the, the new, it's actually the latest shirt that I've ever bought. So I got an idea. It's a shirt that has a teal circle with two lines going across it. And on the bottom left hand side of the shirt, at least I'm wearing it. So it'll be my left or right. It has the most chaste heart of St. Joseph. And I was like, this is the shirt to go today. So just honoring dads today. Um, so, yeah. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. And it's been a beautiful one, starting with uh, last night's traditional serenata that the, the tribe always is, is known for. Um, we use this for all of our birthdays and anniversaries and of course the special occasions of mother's day and father's day the traditional you know uh ramirez tribe serenata that that always occurs at midnight or whatever festivity is going on and of course last night was very fruitful and very warming and, and not everybody was present physically but i know that the love was there and um that that meant a lot then of course rita you know sharing um a video of your mom and, and that very traditional, very personal serenata from her to me on, on, on the occasion itself of Father's Day. Um, it was that love story that is completely that later on we'll talk about. That. I, I love the song selection. And then oh, yeah, there's, there's, it's, a, it's hard to, it's hard to emulate. Like you, you try to, at least on my end, like I've, because I've always wanted to learn those songs. They're like beautiful songs. Probably one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. But the way she sings it and the yeah. way she plays it, it's like, ah, oh, it can never be emulated. But it's like, to hear that again. And, um, yeah, and payamas. En los dos. <laughs> los dos en payamas. Yeah, it's true. Both of you already like in your PJs. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it's so good to hear her voice yeah. on, on this day. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Then, of course, this morning, um, like I mentioned, uh, took care of my dad as far as his his breakfast um, barbacoa <laughs> and then after that was done I came back home and of course I, I made it for the 10 o'clock mass over at St. Joseph Church and it was great to to be there with the community and of course Father Janos um, he did a special blessing for all the dads and uh, the Knights of Columbus they were giving this out and it says dad it's a bookmarker and then the other top he has a little cross so oh, wow. this is what but I'm doing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and you're doing it for for the Bible. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
exactly. Well, I know you wanted to dive into today's scripture because today's scripture, the gospel reading is very powerful. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about that. And so, yes, I wanted to talk about that, but I, I want to just hold off a little bit on it because one of the things that we wanted to also share, and that's why we're doing the podcast today on the actual Sunday of Father's Day, yeah. instead of doing it for, for Monday tomorrow. Um, I know that today is Lunes de Apa. Yeah. Okay. And Even though it's Domingo, but it's okay. Yeah, but then it's still the Apa. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, that, that's okay. so Yeah, that's so good. So, um, it's incredible to see, like in Facebook, the recognition of their dads. And um, it, it, it's, you know, it, there were a great number of people recognizing their dads uh, through pictures, messages. Even those have gone before us uh, are being recognized and remembered with a lot of love. Yeah. And that's great. That's awesome. You know, there's nothing but about it. I mean, there's nothing that is missing. But, you know, I, I myself, um, in, in, in reading all of that and, and looking at everything, um, yesterday is the day for it. And it gives it that little, you know, extra push and um, kind of become very biased for it. But just as we just started with the priest being our father, today it's also the day of the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Today is also the day of the Lord. And of course, it comes to the point of the day of the Lord as our God, creator, but most importantly, our God as father. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that um, since all this different podcast in the month of June, we've been dedicating it for the actual dads and, and moms, excuse me, dads and fathers, that that was the emphasis of it because of this day itself. I, I do want to emphasize that what is your relationship with your God, your father? Our Father, you know, what is it? Uh, I know that Jesus tried his best in us understanding that through the actual prayer that he taught us, which is the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And he starts with an actual Our Father, yours, yours and mine. And, and I think that when we look into that beautiful prayer, and, and, and I know that through the Diocese of Laredo, Uh, the Pastoral Institute, they do have this course uh, known as the Our Father. And it's a breakdown that the prayer goes through for the, you know, for 12 weeks. And when we do that, it's amazing how much of an information you get about this, this prayer that Jesus himself taught us. Okay. But I I just, and I'm I'm not going to go into it other than the first two words of the Lord's prayer. Our Father. So that means that you, listener, and, and us here, Beto and I, we have that in common. We have in common that we share the same God. We share the same Father. Yeah. And, and, and that is a tremendous gift because then we see the, the brotherhood, the sisterhood that comes to, you know, to be. And, and, and to make it more tight, we have a brother, the Son yeah. of God. You know that gives it all and continues to give himself in the eucharist to be part of that unity and power of love that god has for us yeah so uh, for us right here i, I think that it, it's something that we got to consider you know 
uh, before the, the day ends. Um, and if you're listening after Father's Day, doesn't matter. Just the importance itself about keeping in mind that your Heavenly Father, it's also His day. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's also His day. We recognize the priest right now because we call him Father, but then our own God, mm-hmm. okay, is there. And, and we say, our Father. Definitely. And it's, it's awesome. It's a joy because it's to know that God is Father and to, to know that He's so good that Jesus actually wants us to also, and to having God as our Father, He also wants to have good Saint Joseph as our spiritual father as well. And so, ah, man, just, we're just so, you know, so uh, loved by God Himself that He gives us this paternal uh, love, this con- unconditional love um, and that, that we can. We can never, we can never be too far from. Yes, and the thing that the moment that we become far from it, it's because of the selfishness that separates then this love from me, or actually me from this love because of my selfishness. So we have to be very careful with that because that that is the beginning of that separation. All right, and, and of course, sin really breaks off and makes it more distance so coming back to to father's day um we are hoping that all of you have in your own way been able to celebrate either with in person with your dad or perhaps um you couldn't get to him because of the distance of uh, not being able to travel or what have you or perhaps because dad has you know our your your, your dad has now gone before us you know that's a different thing nevertheless the love is there yeah okay the love is there and even if the love was never there that you know some people say i can never call him father it was never there for me we understand your point we understand your concept but you're here so on that note that you say he was never here for me. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah. So we, we need to understand that if there is love and, you know, not, not just my way, come in, mm-hmm. no, bring it over. It's just not just my way, but what love is. We, we, we spoke about uh, sacrificing. Uh, it, it, it's offering of yourself to something. We talked about uh, all these things that we give up. Okay. Um, it is important that we understand that we too, in order to love, we need to forgive. Yeah. Okay, we actually need to forgive. And although we we talked about the different, you know, the eight elements or traits or um, components of the love or fatherhood are there, we we spoke in the other. Um, episode another podcast i want for you to be reminded that love the only best way to understand love and live love is when you actually forgive yeah and it and it's easier said than done yeah it is easier said than done se dice fácil yeah pero cuesta it does because love has a price it has a certain gravity that it you know you know it's going to pull you Okay, so that love needs to come from within. 
you can't get it from any other source. And remember, God is the source of love. Yeah. This same father that we're talking about, okay? And, and our lives here on earth, we have a mission to do. We have a responsibility, a responsible action that we are that we are in need to respond to. And because it is respond, that is another sign of what love is. Yeah. Okay? Love is a response. And so we need to respond to this love that God has for us. And we can't just, uh, just drag it by saying, well, this happened to me in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, you're no longer there. You're now in your present. Yeah. Okay? And, and one of the things that I've always been saying is that live your present, live your moment. Not too long ago, I ran across um, one of the studies that says, for those of you who live your present and uh, you live your moment, that's good and fabulous and wonderful. But you need to prepare something for the future. And, and, and that's true. I, I, I agree. But if you, I, I, I kind of like to say to this person that was doing this presentation, I would like for you to kind of look again to the word present. You take away the first three letters of that word. And what is the word? Sent. Exactly. That's towards the future. So in doing your present, you're actually getting ready for the future as well. In other words, it kind of prepares your scent. Yeah. And if you want to look at it in any way, also, I think it's kind of fitting. You take away the word scent and you focus on the pre. That's what you've lived. Right. You got two, the past and the future wrapped up in the present. But it's all to get you going to where you got to get to. Yeah. You know? And, and here at Father's Day, I think it's very important because I, I mentioned this before. For Mother's Day, big celebrations are done. Yeah. It doesn't compare to what happened today. You know, I know of a family and I know that when she her- she hears this, she's going to be laughing and also him. It's Father's Day and he's the one preparing the meal. He's, he's the one that is cooking out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. no. <laughs> but, you know, that, that was the agreement. That, that's, he, that's what he wanted to do for the family because that's what he's been doing, you know, all this time. He didn't, didn't want to be taken away that from, from him. From him. Yeah. So he was doing it. And he would say, like, que padre, va a ser la comida para honor him, you know. But he's doing it. He's doing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. she did all the sites. But, but nevertheless, that's the agreement that they have. And that's wonderful. Yeah. That's okay. Fine. Okay. There's no rule that says, no, you did it wrong. No, no, yeah, there's yeah. no rule. Okay. The, here, it, the celebration is to offer of themselves yeah. and recognize that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think that when it comes to Father's Day, you mentioned also as well, Beto, that there's been people that be- have become the father figure when it's not the blood father, yeah. the biological father, yeah. and that happens a lot as well. Uh, in the other episodes I mentioned about um, stepfathers, stepdads, mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 the next one I even you know said you know I overlooked the word. You know, stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Or father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Father Soeros. So all of that comes to play. All of that comes to play. And, and, and today, it is the day to really celebrate and recognize that person for, for who he is. 
Yeah. Okay. And of course, I, I can never say, and I'm being biased. Yes, I'm being biased because I'm the dad. Uh, I've seen the celebration of, of Father's Day versus Mother's Day. You know, se compara. You can't compare it. Okay. Yeah. And probably some people will say, and you will never will. Well, fine. But I at least I want to make the acknowledgement made. Yeah. Okay. Not because I have a gripe about it. No, 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 no. It's because the way we see the benefits that have come out from that. Yeah. Okay. And, and many times we only look one way, but it's a two-way thing. Yeah. If you have a father, hello, either you're a son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Just like you have a mom, a mother, you got to be a son or you got to be a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. There's a two-way thing. Exactly. And I think, you know, it's it's it should be something that's going to be up and coming in the sense that I think we have to recognize, we have to start recognizing, we have to start um, really embracing fatherhood as a whole, you know, as a whole and within our, within our families, in our, as, a, as a whole within society, just really embrace fatherhood because it's been so lost, it's been so kind of just brushed off sometimes that, no, no, we need to really unpack this and really embrace it because we have it because it exists and we've learned time and time again that when father the true genuineness of fatherhood is played out especially in the lives of the children the children then become amazing parents themselves why because they had a role model you know and and you know we, yeah, we hear stories you know that sometimes yeah maybe the father isn't present but then we have to make it a point to okay then we, now we gotta be present. So to all dads, like, okay, this isn't this is an opportunity for you to own your fatherhood, right? Like, own it, embrace it, and be the dad you were created to be. You know, and you always talk about this in, in the Prakina classes to other couples. You know, when you know talks about God waking you up with Adam, you know, to embrace that fatherhood because I think again, just today inside, we have to embrace fatherhood. You know, and fathers need to be present and need to continue to give that love that support that the father himself God the father gives to us yeah and in our culture ladies you need to allow that to happen yeah. it is it is crucial yeah. okay instead of have having the the dad come in to be the sergeant at arms to take care of a certain thing you need to have him come and be dad okay with the kids obviously you know mom um that's in that relationship but when it comes for you uh, as the woman wife obviously you need to receive your husband mm-hmm. first yeah then okay the fatherhood kicks in mm-hmm. okay and many times we even look in our culture that those two things are not even recognized okay the husband it's not recognized the father is not recognized they want the sergeant at arms to put order on what needs to be taken care of yeah. and so i leave yeah it's, i'm it, sorry it, it's something that we just have to again look into because again if you recognize the importance of just him as a husband and then him as a father perhaps many of these problems that seem to exist will cease to exist yes because of the importance of what the children are receiving from their father from their dad you know and so we have to allow that to grow and i know we have that you know praise god that 
God the Father gave me you as my dad. And yeah, there was, there was never a moment where, you know, it was like coming in screaming. And, you know, even when I knew I messed up, because uh, I have it in my, had this memory in my mind. But <laughs> even then, it's like, you were a dad first. And then it was, okay, well, how can we get better? And we talked about this, you know, last time, kind of a little bit on episode number 40, or when it comes to like the, the Jubilee, the day of Jubilee, you know, right, we talked about right. that. But just this reality that, again, the kids need their dad, you know, and wives need their husband. Before anything else, before the sergeant at arms, before all these secondary things, the primary is we need a dad and we need a husband. You, you all need a husband, we need a dad. And if we do that, then like I said, the problems will either will cease to exist and more peace will be. And I think that um, people say in, in, in certain words, um, the problems will start going away. Well, probably so. And it's all because you're allowing the relationships to grow. Yeah. The relationship as that, you know, husband, wife relationship or that father, daughter, son relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I also have to say uh, on the same note, vice versa. And in, when it comes to the to the father figure, it is the son father relationship. It is the daughter father relationship. Now I'm putting you first. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it is a two way. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we, we just wanted to make sure that we, you know, convey this, share with, with you all this because it, it is very important for us to become aware of it. Mm -hmm. Extremely important. Just as it is important for us to say today is Father's Day, God our Father in heaven, Happy Father's Day. Absolutely. You know, to our priests, Happy Father. To all you know, all parents, uh, dads, Happy Father's Day. For those who have been um, putting on and taking on the role of a dad, of a father, Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Absolutely. Enjoy today and every day. Yeah, definitely so. So now I, we, I want to bring in today's gospel because mm -hmm. I want to connect a couple of things that it, it is a very powerful gospel and, and a lot of fun about this gospel mm -hmm. I'm going to like about it so um, would you mind sharing and, and I believe it's it's uh, from the gospel of St. Mark chapter 4 verses 35 through 41 so I I, I don't know you got those okay okay here we go so you got to remind me one more time of the gospel Mark okay. Uh, the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. The Gospel of Mark is so short, you gotta really dig, dig deep into the Bible. And I'm, you can hear the, you know? Oh, that, oh, that's cool. I like it, that's pretty cool. Like, so, oh, um, and a shout out to Jose, because um, Jose, um, who really is, is a master, I would say, I, I, I really respect his his knowledge and experience on, on all of this equipment. Um, you know, Jose out of Heavenville, listen to that. <laughs> you know, he, he made a comment um, uh, not too long ago, uh, as a matter of fact, yesterday, yesterday yeah. that, um, you know, the, the podcast sounds different. It's more clear. It's, it's a positive difference. Yeah. Not that, you know, before it was it was bad, but there was a difference and that's because of the equipment. Yeah, we just, we have, we up, we've upgraded to uh, better equipment, which by the way, guys, I mean, this is just... You know, I wasn't going to enter it, but might as well. This is why we do what we do, because you always want to present good things for people you're presenting things to. Right. You know, you always want to give the best to those who you're presenting to, to those who are, who are shoving these things to. And, you know, just like it's it's 
it's free to do it's free to hear this it's free to listen to this podcast like for wherever you're you know listening whether it be spotify the anchor app or, or wherever you're listening from uh apple Podcasts. but it's not free to make you know so i will say that so if you if you're if you're interested I think today's a good Father's Day gift, you know, to my dad right here, because it's called Delia Dad. <laughs> if you want to give this, which by the way, this is the first Father's Day episode for this podcast. So just, right. if you want, if you feel, clink, 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 clink. yeah, if you feel, <laughs> you know, moved, if this podcast has helped you, please, by all means, go to our support link and you can donate either 99 cents, 4.99, I think 9.99 a month. So that's less than a meal a month you know and so if you feel generous please by all means like i said it's free for you to hear but it's not free to make and so it's just an opportunity for us to present these things to you um and then the way it sounds and right now we're hoping to kind of get into that next phase that we've been talking about which is that video live that we want to be that we want to have happen you know but again everything takes everything takes money you know and if you want to help us out please go to delaydad anchor.fm slash delaydad slash support and you can you can go and support and give your monthly uh how you say it love donation you know yeah so absolutely so again mark chapter 4 verses 35 to 41 all right here we go so this is called this is this segment is jesus calms a storm on the sea on that day when evening had come he said to them let us go across to the other side after leaving the crowd, they took him with them, just as he was in the boat. And other boats were with him. And a great storm of wind arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in, in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care if we perish? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why were you afraid? Have you no faith? And they were filled with awe and said to one another, Who is this that even wind and sea obey him? It is a beautiful scripture passage that has a tremendous message and we can dissect it in so many ways. Yet Mark, you know, really is... Straight to the point. To the point, guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but one of the things is that uh, what I really want to focus on, because it's, it's connected to Father's Day, is how many times do we come to Dad to resolve that storm in our family? You know? Delia Dad? Yeah. Okay. And that's like the mantra, really, literally. Delia Dad. Okay. And many times here... Um, I, I like the way um, Mark kind of describes Jesus. Okay, Jesus dormido, yeah, asleep. Okay, and some people are gonna say that's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, keep in mind that even in this storm, and, and keep in mind, guys, the storm is happening. Um, we're looking at a boat that is open. Yeah. Obviously, water is coming in, and Jesus, like, come on, the tasmohando that should wake you up. Yeah. Okay. The unsaid things in scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus is He's getting wet. Yeah. So, either he was very tired, 
and that's another thing we got to recognize right um it talks about that he was using a cushion to sleep yeah. that means that was there was some type of a comfort finally for him and i think that for us we have to many times see that when dad finally oh he's in that lazy boy and he picks up his feet you know and it's like resting and he usually craves for something in that moment you know he has one of the kids to bring something to him and we many times as kids we start to kind of uh, produce a storm okay why didn't you get it before you sit down dad <laughs> you know yeah. type of thing or perhaps you do it with well he's there you should have asked him i'm over over here I had to come over here you know i didn't see him okay and then there's a little storm that yeah. you know starts to be produced well what i'm trying to get across is that we in in family in family life we have a lot of storms that we are responsible for and i think that here jesus is kind of um when he wakes up or they woke him up rather yeah okay because they woke him up and look at the first thing they kind of confront jesus with like you don't care mm -hmm. okay you you don't care about us how many times have we kind of uh, as kids kind of rebuked our parents especially our dads he doesn't care he just want to be doing this or he just yeah. want to be doing that yeah. okay he never listens to me you know we get all these things all these storms that we produce and mm -hmm. there's a lot of thunder <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah. we are loud okay nevertheless um he has to deal with that yeah now look at jesus jesus we always look at him or we think that we see jesus very always very calm very um easy going very peaceful very um, mellow yeah and and here it doesn't show that no okay now i don't know if it's because they woke him up <laughs> yeah okay. well perhaps because so real quick we and like you you say how we cannot we have to remove the human sorry we have to recognize the human elements of jesus right because guys he's still human you know he's yes. fully god but he's also fully human that means he also gets tired that means he also sometimes does not want to wake up when people are bothering him to wake him up and then sometimes you know when you know like that was me this morning i didn't want to wake up and so anyways so um and when someone wakes you up you're not you're not always in the best of moods like right. you're not like right. you never like to, to be woken up you know Amen especially by that. somebody if it's an alarm was like well you need it you you have it there for a reason and you put the alarm right but when someone wakes you up forcefully and then they wake you up to do something <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> so jesus then look listen to what he says listen to what scripture says he awoke and rebuked the wind rebuked the wind and he said to the sea peace well so Real quick, guys. Um, if you read this particular uh, passage, where it says, "He said to the sea, peace, be still," they're in exclamation marks. So, it's that's not rare that you find exclamation marks in the Bible. When, but when you find it in the Bible, they're making a case. He yelled, yeah, and who knows out of what? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and like in in my scripture, um, um, it it instead of peace, it it it, it reads quiet 
Oh, there you go. That's an even stronger. Uh, yeah. It, because we were translation. We're just, yeah, yeah, it's a different version, by the way. Um, but um, peace is nice. Quiet. Um, like, parents, come on. When you're trying to go to sleep, okay, or you want to get some rest, and the kids are shouting and they're doing all this number, even before you go to sleep, you, you throw out that quiet. In Espanol, it's callense. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. come on. So, yeah. look at the energy that you put into it, yeah. because you want to be hurt. Mm -hmm. Same thing here. Okay. Now, some parents may say, "Well, I would, I would love to have kids that even the like the wind that we would bay." <laughs> you know. <laughs> well. It's on the authority of it. Yeah. It is on the love of it. Okay. Obedience is there. Obedience is going to be found in the love to be obedient. Yeah. Okay. So if your kids are not obeying you, I'm sorry, they're not loving you. And why are, you not, why are they not loving you? Probably you haven't taught that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means that probably by example, I maybe I have not done that. Maybe they, they've learned more me not listening to them when they're calling me. Yeah. And I and I use usually this analogy when you know I'm and I'm doing classes for parents and and the lady, you know, the mom comes in and they prepare the meal and she's running around like crazy trying to set up for dinner. Uh, the table is not, you know, uh, prepared. So she's preparing the table, cleaning the table, doing the meal, continue serving and putting, setting everything up. And once the meal is ready to go, la cena ya está lista. Okay. Dinner's ready. Okay. Yeah. But never come, nobody comes. And a couple of seconds more, a couple of minutes more, second cry. I already called you up. Dinner's ready. Yeah. You know? And and we we all parents, we all have that one kid that is very faithful to food. Okay? He's the first one or she's the first one to come and sit down. Rudy. <laughs> we have that one faithful to that. Yeah. Okay? What did you do, mom? Or can you so mom? You know? Yeah. Um, and finally that's a frustration for the mom, you know, in most cases. And she screams it, you know. Con una fregada, vale más que venga. Ya les estoy hablando dos veces, tres veces. Les tengo que qué tantas veces. And she goes off, and she even goes off saying, "He estado haciendo esto desde que vine. Estoy cansada, pero ustedes no hacen caso." And then she blows away. Okay, yeah. kids hear that. Oh, mom, you can hear her. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I let's go. I let's go. I remember mom. Yeah. Okay. Just... And everybody's coming like. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And when mom says. You know, and it could be dad too. When mom says or dad too says, "How many times should I call you? Why do I have to call you three times?" And I don't know about you, mom, or you, dad, but uh, remember that one time that you know, here comes this son of yours or daughter of yours, and and says, uh, "Mom, nothing. Mom, I wish I did it. Nothing." No, I forgot. Trying to, try to find something to record on it. No. There you go. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> now, the kid can't afford on the third try to get upset. It's not going to be a win-win situation. Yeah. Not at all. Okay? So, many times the kids, 
you know, to really capture your attention, they say with melody, with a music, with a tone, like mom, okay, almost singing it to you, yeah. all right, with melody. And then mom finally says, ¿Qué quieres? What do you want? Yeah. Okay. You see, mom, you were called three times. Yeah. That's how they learned to come on the third call. Yeah. You taught that. They learned that. Maybe you taught that without wanting to, but they learned it. That's how. That's why. You have to call them more than three times or three times. We don't see that many times as a parent. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I did it until I realized, okay, in communication that I started when doing the research, yeah. like, okay. That and I told sense. Raquel, you know, this is our problem. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing wrong. And we started to change our ways. And it's tough because we were raised that same way. Yeah. And it's hard to kind of work against what you've been, you know, raised with. Yeah. So here, it, it, it's the same element when even the wind itself, okay, calmed down. And the water, because of the wind, everything became calm. So yeah. both elements, you have the wind and you have the water that obeyed Jesus on his command. But again, it's not through fear of the water or fear of the wind that they fear Jesus. The obedience was out of love because being that part of the creator, okay? So for us as parents, as dads, you know, we gotta make sure that we teach more a loving experience to obey, okay? And for that, it really takes a lot from us to actually listen to them. And we have to teach them how to listen as well. Yeah. Okay, so that's huge, okay? So what else happened right after um, the, the, the sea and the wind calmed? So the moment the wind and sea calmed, he said to them, why are you afraid? Have you no faith? Because what do you want me this for? You have taken care of this. Oh, yeah, sure. Like the wind is going to be, you know, obeying me or the water is going to be obeying me. And again, look at that second question of Jesus. Have you no faith? Wow. You got to believe. Now, those apostles... They were there with Jesus. I know. They had him right there. Okay. Yeah. They're physically in person with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. How many times do we have Jesus with us and we don't even see him yeah. in our storms in the family? As a matter of fact, we can turn it around and say, why is God punishing us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to, to this particular reading, you know, it's so powerful because we as families, we have so many storms and we create so many storms that really are not needed. Yeah. That, and many times they are created because we go back again to the lack of obedience with love. Yeah. So we need to work on those two things. Here in this particular scripture reading, and there's been another one. Right? There's been a couple of others that they have the experience of the nature of itself, of the wind and, 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 and the water and the experience of the boat and, you know, all these things where Jesus is making his point. Either 
by walking on water or having them toss the uh, the nets to the water to get more fish when they were trying to do that all night long. Yeah. So this beautiful element for us is parents, especially dads. You got this. Absolutely. But you got to believe. Absolutely. And you got to obey or at least do it lovingly so that can happen. Yeah. And on this Father's Day, I think that's what we should celebrate more. Not just because it's the one day, you know, out of the year to kind of recognize our dad and say how beautiful and the strength in my rock and all these wonderful things that you say. Well, that's great and dandy. But it's only one day. You may say, but Rene, I mean it. Yes. Well, then mean it the other 364 days out of the year and do it lovingly in obedience. And when probably there is something, you know, in scripture, especially the commandments, one of the commandments that deals directly with parents, we must love the parents and obey in everything except sin. Okay. And when that happens, we need to really believe in the power of love that we have from our father. Yeah. And he's our father 24-7. Mm -hmm. Okay. And even if we pass away, oh, we'll have the opportunity to be with him if we have been obedient in love yeah. to him. It, it's... it's it's very important that we recognize the fatherhood of God our Father because everything that we're trying to accomplish in our earthly fathers He um, perfectly fulfills them in His divine paternal fatherhood and as we have to recognize that you have a Father in Heaven who will never let you down even though sometimes we as children are so quick to point the finger to him, you know, and say, why did you do this? Or why did you allow this? Or why, why are these things happening? And yet, we realize that everything has a purpose because God's plan is better than what we think. Yes. That we might be thinking, well, if I have this, and we, you and I just saw something before the podcast that we, we talked about, we have this, we want this so bad, and we think that this is going to be fulfilling. And it doesn't happen. God the Father, in turn, grants you something that is far greater than what you've expected, what you've imagined, what you dreamed of. And He fulfills what you've been longing, yet in a more perfect way. And that we can have that confidence and that trust in the Father to know that He's a good dad. He's a good dad and He He loves us and He will take care of us. And we ask His children, ought to respond to that love in the most faithful and obedient and loving way. And when it comes to the point that probably there is some hurt, um, there are some wounds. They may be open wounds or perhaps it's uh, it's a scar by now, but it's a scar that is felt and that you don't like and you don't even want to talk about it. We're moved to ask our souls to be able to love to the point of forgiveness. Yeah. And that's the true love of things. Because that was that storm back then of whatever happened. But now, regardless of who you are, 
a son or a daughter. It doesn't matter. You will have your own episode in your own boat. You will experience your own storm. Yet the love that you have in obedience to love. Are you going to wake up? Are you going to be allowed to be woken up? And be able to have that faith. To say peace or quiet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are we going to be able to do that? Regardless of what has happened in my past. Because now that is not the boat anymore that you're in. You're on your own. Yeah. You're in your own storm. So the words be still. Okay. Conduces ourselves to what silent or silence is. Yeah. But I like to use the word silent because then when you shuffle that word silence and use yeah, silent and you start with the word L, you start by listen. Yeah. And I think that was the first thing we said. You know, talking about how many times do I need to call my kids? Well, listen. Yeah. What have you done? Now, that's in the past. You have now a new situation in your own boat. And whatever storm comes about in your own home and family, well, now it's a different listen. It's a different still. It's a different silent. Okay. Yeah. So you put that on to be able to have that belief that we're going to get out of this together, whatever the storm may be. But it's going to require for each one of us to actually what you said that you're my rock and you're my support you're my caring is your your all these beautiful attributes that you said about your dad well now you have to put him into practice yeah it's the opportunity to actually fulfill yourself and when that happens allow god who has created you who is the source of love to be loved yeah and i think that today it's a beautiful example to be able to recognize um dads all over the world our dads and even the dads that have impacted you know all those dads that we know yeah that made a difference in our lives absolutely yeah okay and and i and i do want to bring up this the situation or or this life situation itself you know we talked about um the rocket man you know uh, we address uh something that he did with his son and and what i can't remember right now out of the top of my head what podcast was that but we recognize him and and i said that that ricky uh espinosa you know um he came from a beautiful family you know well this is a very hard father's day for them for his dad passed away a couple of days ago right and this is an empty first father's day for them yeah. this man that i consider being the the meaning of jolliness the meaning of happiness of, of being full of person full of joy you know um he's no longer there physically yeah and, and i know that uh, tomorrow monday um they're going to start having their services funeral services uh the wake and everything and then the following day um they will complete the, the christian burial but um i want to recognize victor Espinosa, who has been called by God for being a good dad, being a good husband. We saw that. Being a good worker and loved by many. Yeah. Loved by many. 
And I think that when we get to this point, and, and we as people of, uh, I don't know, a world of nature of <laughs> feelings, you know, we say, wow, I mean, I can just imagine how hard it must be for them this Father's Day, getting ready for tomorrow, start their funeral process. Yeah. Okay. And and we understand that hurt, you know, and, and we, we, like I said to him, I walk with you. Yeah. Although from a distance, I'm still walking with you. I know what that is because of my experience with your mom. Yeah. And the loss of, of, of a loved one this deep and so close. So when it comes to the loss of a, of a dad, all of us have that emptiness. And one of the reasons that I try to explain this in the uh, parental skills and development courses that we have for our parents within LISD is that I want to make them aware that the parent, the number one thing that makes the kid realizes that parent is my security dad is my security mom most of all is my security and just like you see a little toddler a three-year-old and mom is out of sight mom, mom, mom. Aquí estoy, i'm here <laughs> okay just like that changes because the security is there well when we lose a parent we lose that security We, there's that hole that there's that there that's emptiness yeah. i'm still blessed to have both my parents mm -hmm. you know dad at 90 mom at 85 yet i saw when don mike passed away your grandpa oh i, I feared this baby girl because raquel was the baby la coyotita de la familia you know how she hurt the great loss of her dad yeah. but the peace of it all the love of it all was the night before they were able to embrace like never before not knowing what was going to happen obviously Don Mike he suffered a, a massive heart attack and he didn't make it but the night before your mom you know daughter father had a beautiful embrace a beautiful uh, almost goodbye And that brought a lot of peace to her that she had that moment. And I had to build on it because this was the first parent that she was losing. And then as a dad, I had to help you guys, you know, that were familiar with, with grandpa, who knew grandpa, uh, those that were already born while he was still alive and walk with you on the experience of this first death this close in the family mm -hmm. and it was amazing it was it was hard it was challenging it was disruptive yet had to be there you know um had to actually stand and and say quiet to this storm and try my best to bring comfort the way jesus did to those apostles still saying you have done this better you can do this better And we all go through different things like that. But then again, your mom suffered another great loss. It was later on, years later on, her mom. Yeah. And here, I remember her saying, I'm orphan. Both my dad and my mom are gone. Do you know you're not? The love still continues. 
you continue loving them and they loving you. That's what God has made it possible. And we tried it, and, and, and yes, your mom was very strong because on both um, uh, funeral services, she was the one leading the music for the rosary, for the mass, uh, for the cemetery. You know, she was there singing her heart out for her dad, for her mom. And in between, okay, well, not necessarily in between, it was before, um, before the mic passed away, before we had the experience of losing Raquel. She never got to be born. But that second pregnancy, that first girl in our family life, we had that loss. And we didn't know what's going to happen in the future. But again, I bring this up and I share these personal things, you know, with all of you, our listeners, because we all have had tremendous storms in our families, in our lives. Yet, we might be having a Jesus that is asleep, that we need to wake him up. To make us aware that his love is there. And when we wake him up, when we come to him, when we trust and we believe, then we'll see a difference in our surroundings. Yeah. Because he is always there for us. My thing is, you, the listener, be there for him. Us, be there for him. So I think that today, as, as a Father's Day gift, is to be there for dad, regardless where he is. Okay, it is his day. And above all, besides the, the priest of your parish or your priest in your lives, your heavenly father, he's always there for you. Yeah. You be there for him. That's that's the best thing to do. One of the best ways to do that is is to go and, and uh, go to Mass and offer up this beautiful intention um, by receiving the Eucharist, receiving his son, and being one with him, like we talked about. Yeah. yeah. I can say last week, but a couple of days ago. Um, and just to, again, embrace this moment and, and embrace God's fatherhood today and always. And um, just for those who we were talking about, the story of, of um, Rocket Man, right? And yeah. That episode is number 34, in case you want to go back and listen to it. Um, it was a Lunes de Fe. And... Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful episode. It's called A Father's Advice. And so I guess that's even more fitting. So episode number 34, just to go back and to Thank you, um, listen to the, the podcast. And so, again, what a joy, what a gift to do this with you, Dad. Because I know, I know there's going to be a point where, um, well, I don't know. I really don't know what life's going to bring, but... One of two things can happen, um, and I know one of those include that um, one day, like 100 years from now, I get to listen to this, and because I could, I could die young, you know. Um, and this episode is the first Father's Day episode of Dile Dad, and I know it's gonna, it already means a lot, but I know it's as the years go by, it'll be more heartfelt, more meaningful, and just for me to be able to do this with you uh, on this in this room <laughs> you know that we're in and just to 
have this continued success of the podcast um i know i just want to say one happy father's day today and every day because every day is it's a joy to just be with you and have you here especially since mom's and being enjoying the father's glory in heaven um but really just to say thank you for your continued love and support for me and my siblings and for your continued love for mom and really just for always just always been a good dad because again there's never been a time where you failed us and so even though this thing so okay so one of the things that we have to just i want to mention and just be upfront is that um i don't think we would all of us would ever be where we're at hadn't been for your love for us you know because like you mentioned earlier that the love of the father changes the dynamics of the family you know and you know even though kids will always love mom they would always want to be just like dad mm-hmm. i've learned that and so just again from myself and i'm pretty sure my siblings you know we love you so much that words cannot express and i hope that um we've made you proud well yes indeed and and, and i say that yeah there's no words to ever be able to transmit that that's why my best example or my best expression to all of you has been a sense of giving of myself to you each one of you with a simple hug yeah. because that hug like we had in our one of the presentations el último abrazo el último abrazo you don't know what's going to happen just the way it happened to your mom and her dad so that hug means a lot and i know the girls understand that better yeah you too as as the sons and the guys but we have had some experiences where without a word just giving that hug has a totally different meaning and it's everything is understood yeah so give your hugs with meaning with purpose with a loving obedience yeah definitely and that's going to be an invitation to everybody who is listening and once again from <laughs> from all of us at Delia Dad because the entire tribe makes all of us so that's right yes all of us from Delia Dad we want to wish a very special happy fathers day to all fathers in all stages and walks of life and that we may hope that you may enjoy today and always and that may God the Father continue to bless you and that he may continue to be with you and may you always look up to him and be loving children of God the Father who wants your heart and so the question is will you offer it give a hug receive a hug Thank you.